Welcome everyone to another episode. So happy, Jeff, that me and you get another week, another chance to actually talk with one another. And so glad that everyone's listening. So, Jeff, welcome back to Coles. Thanks for thanks for uh, being here. The start of uh, 2022 when we're recording this, and you're you're off in Alabama in a hotel room. I'm still here in uh, Cincinnati, reflecting on whether or not I get to go out to uh, California to visit my uncle or not tomorrow but uh today we get to have a great conversation yeah travel weirdness understand well it's usually during this time period when a lot of conversation goes around new year's resolutions reflecting on the past year i know even in the church service for me they had the question was turn to a neighbor and do you have resolutions and if not why not and if you do what are they and you've been going through this process so i think talking about taking the time to reflect back on the last year, the last decade, the last all of your life, depending on the last time you've reflected, is probably a really good conversation. And I I know it's a worthwhile challenge for some people just to put that time in to actually reflect. Yeah, I think that process of saying, hey, this is a this is a big thing. Like we we put those time frames, um, you know, they're just constructed by our brains, right? Like 2021 uh, as like a start and an end. Is there anything that really ended, really started, you know, when 2022 hits? But it's good for us as humans to kind of package something up and then reflect and analyze, give it a name uh, and, and be able to move forward in kind of a new way. And so this like, annual space this january of a new year is such a huge opportunity to kind of uh refresh and and gain some new energy for this next year uh and i like to use that as an opportunity to say hey god what where did i where did i get off off course uh from where you had me and how can i kind of readjust the rudder a bit towards a new direction you have me for this year and what i like where I know we're going to go with this conversation, which is going to be good for anyone who's listening here, is we're still going to bring this back to, you know, how are you leading yourself and how are you leading your family? There's a lot of benefits that are going to come from this outside of just personal self-awareness and growth. And so I really want to get into that. And I know, I think, Jeff, you and I have very different processes that we've used because we haven't really talked about this previously a whole lot. And so I have, I'm, I'm really interested in diving into, you know, how you handle this, how you handle this with your family and what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I actually started a more formal process of reflection. Uh, this is now t- 10 years ago, uh, exactly. And it, I had learned through kind of corporate jobs, um, you know, in that annual reflection, personally thinking about new goals for work and my career. And so I had been doing that for several years and starting to realize after I got married, like my own individual goals alone can only take me so far that I needed to involve my wife in it as well so that we could, as a, you know, as a new family, uh, start moving forward together. So in back in 2012, we started a process where we reflected on kind of the highs and lows of the year and we each wrote them down we each wrote down hey here here's the highlights from the year here are the lowlights things that didn't go so well um here were some goals that we had individually from the previous year here's the ones that we met and here's the ones that we didn't meet and why so we started with that conversation and i was often surprised both by there were some things in overlap you know some things that were both 
best moments for us. But every now and then there'd be something that I wrote down as a best that my wife wrote down as a worst. And I was so surprised at how we had viewed that situation uh, differently. Uh, like there's family dynamics. And when, you know, we get to live next to or, um, you know, move houses, it was like, that was such an adventure for me. And for her, it was exhausting emotionally. And I had never really taken the time to to see that difference. And so some of those things started to come out in the conversations, which was really good recognition of that we perceive some of those events differently. Um, and then it also just set us up well to say, hey, we're a team now. So what, what goals individually do we think are important? Let's highlight one or two of those, but also let's pick something as a couple that we think this is important to the two of us together so that we would start to build that. Um, that was that was powerful for kind of that coming year and the other thing that is super fun now we added a category that was what are our five-year dreams what are our five-year wishes like when we're when we get to the fifth year of this process what would have been true and so now having done this for 10 years we've gotten to go back to 2012 13 14 15 and see what did we say was going to happen five years from now and did it happen why or why not and some of them are hilarious how off course we got from where we thought we were going, but for great reasons. Um, and, and other ones are like, oh, totally we did that. Like I'm looking at 2012 right now and it says, within five years, I'd like to take a family international trip. And, and by 2017, we had done that. Uh, we had gone to Nicaragua together as a family. And since then, uh, we've taken our family to China. We've taken our family to India. And so like that, absolutely, that has happened. But <laughs> there are other things on there too, like um, start and run my own business. And I ultimately decided I didn't want to just be a solo entrepreneur, that I had some opportunities along the way that I could see but I actually much preferred being more in the consulting space. And now being a professor feels much more fulfilling than just being on my own, running after uh, my own business. And so there were like reasons along the way that were like, you know what, actually, I don't think this is what I want. This isn't gonna lead to a better family situation. So, you know, it started with that reflection and just talking with my wife. And I'd love to share a bit more too of how we started to extend that into our family. But I'm wondering, Chad, how do you reflect individually or do you reflect with Shelly? Do you guys have a process? What's that been like over the years? <laughs> we haven't had as formal of a process as you've had um, by any means. And in fact, you know, this year, it was, I think it was a number of things that led me to go, oh, I, sh I do need to reflect back. Um, and I actually spent some time doing that. And I've, I haven't done it yet, but I've already brought it up to Shelly saying, hey, I, I did this. I'd like us to talk about this. So we will be doing that um, coming up here. But really what happened is I think it was, you know, the church message, the, you know, I was listening to a podcast. I was, I'm currently reading through a book called Atomic Habits. You know, and so that kind of seemed like it all kind of revolved around this idea of, you know, a resolution or new goals or looking at what you're doing or not doing. And so really what I ended up doing so far was I really sat, I sat down and I did a bunch of F's. I did, uh, what is my future? What am I looking at? Kind of like a purpose. I did, okay, what, do I, what have I been thinking about with my family? fitness, 
financials, friends, and faith. And so I was looking at those Fs just going, oh, shoot, I feel like I'm off course. <laughs> and uh, looking well, wait, at each let, one of Yeah, let, let's stop there for a second. Yeah. We're like across all categories or was it like because not all categories were all high? Like what made you feel off course? I think the, the off course was specifically on, hey, there is a certain future. There is a certain purpose that I feel I am on a path towards and I feel that I've prayed about it enough and I've gotten confirmation from God enough to know that that is a direction I'm supposed to be going in. And that one in particular, I was like, oh, I'm making a lot of decisions that are not pushing that forward. What um, What is, uh, can you share with us, what is that? What is that? <laughs> yeah, I can. Uh, you know, sometimes it feels weird when you're talking about things that you're really passionate about and it feels like very altruistic. And then you're like, oh, I don't want to sound like... <laughs> the saint, Mother Teresa. You're, 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 the thing God has called you to is to save all hungry, all hungry babies. Uh, yes, is that right? Yeah. Across the entire globe. Across, across the world. World peace, actually. Um, yeah, no, the, peace, the future right. plan is I've, I've been planning, thinking about experiencing for probably the last 15 years now a nonprofit that I specifically would love to get off the ground and running, which is using sustainable housing specifically earth ships which is a there's an architect out of new mexico that handles these things it's you know it, it provides essentially if you look at the world poverty index it provides a ton of those things off there it's shelter it's you know geothermal heating and cooling it's you know, have a greenhouse and so it takes care of that it takes care of human waste right on site you know you don't have to hook up to the septic system clean water all of these things and I really want to do that, and the plan would be to actually do that in Haiti to start. Um, so there's avenues to do that, and I have a lot of the foundation in place, but I can see in my day-to-day -day and in my week-to-week -week and month-to-month -month that there's a lot of things that I'm spending time on that are not pushing that forward. And so really when I was reflecting on everything else, on the, the family, the friends, the fitness, and all that stuff, I was looking at how are those connected to that, what I believe is kind of my mission here. Um, and there are some things that I am doing, mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't because of the resolution, but uh, the the fitness piece, uh, you know, I've been, you know, a small habit that I've done is I had to get a trainer and I'm weightlifting once a week. So it's not three times a week, it's not four times a bunch, it's just once a week. And you'd be amazed at how once a week makes huge changes. Um, so I'm already in that process and I'm like, well, how does that connect? And yeah, I actually was joking with my wife. I said, you know, one of the things, one of the reasons I want to get into shape is if I'm in Haiti, which is not the safest place to be, and I get into an unsafe situation, I want to be able to run away. <laughs> and so I know it sounds really negative, but that oh. is one of my reasons of the why from a yeah. fitness level is I want to make sure that I have the best chance of survival. Um, yeah, that is, I, that is an interesting way of thinking about like what I might call some of these are what I would refer to as like capitals that you have access to, like your physical fitness is a capital that you have to access and that you need it to be strong in order to go into places that have a lot of um, volatility. You know that you you 
don't want to be taken advantage of because you're you're physically not able to you know get yourself out of a situation that that's a reality for for the kind of vision you have yeah so looking at that uh, you know another one just to talk through would be the family aspect when you, when you think you have this big goal right now Shelly and I were both working taking care of the kids and we have some family issues going on with mental health that we're trying to take care of too and when I look at that overall future goal I'm like that's a big goal that's going to take a lot of time and resources but I don't want my family to significantly suffer so one of the family goals that we're at right now is April 1st Shelly's going to stop working and she'll be able to be a full-time parent to take care of those needs so that it doesn't become uh, feeling like it's a negative and it's really affecting the family completely if there is time and resources putting into something that I think is a, a, a larger mission. So things are funneling through that piece. And I, what I think I, about is I'm and using I would this guess, as a guideline. I would guess that decision for your wife, Shelly, to step out of work has taken a ton of reflection. I'm guessing that's been an ongoing process throughout the year, or is that something that actually like has come through more of like, hey, as we're looking at 2021, what changes do we want to make? Like, like that seems like one of those big family decisions. And I'm kind of curious what what level of reflection and processing has it has it taken to get there? Oh, a lot. Um, this has been in conversation for over a year. Okay. Um, you know, there was things going on in the family. And so it was this conversation going on and uh, we prayed about it a lot um, and tried to find signs. And for a long time, there wasn't any. Um, we were on a marriage retreat specifically when Shelly felt really strongly about this, but then there were other things that kept pulling her back into work. And so it was always this question mark gray area. And uh, there was even one point where I just said, Shelly, we should just plan a year from now, you're done. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know if that's the right decision, you know? And so it was a lot. And I think there's the other piece of it is the self-awareness piece. So when we're talking about reflection, self-awareness is really important. And one of the things that Shelly was aware of is that for her life growing up, her backstory, a lot of her self-worth comes from her work. She would get praise and accolades from grandfathers and her father you know, because of work-related things, and she wouldn't experience that in other areas of her life. And so even now, it's still an ongoing conversation as even we're prepping for that three year, three months from now, that that's going to be a difficult thing for her to transition because she has yet to experience it. So we know it's going to be an issue, but until you're going through that experience, you don't really know how it's going to affect. So there's going to be a lot that's of things to plan on that. Yeah, that's a really interesting, like as you're thinking about resolutions often we're guided towards like how am i going to make myself better how am i going to change my routine my eating my fitness um you know like and and in this case i think what we're starting to ladder up to is we've got to view this more as a unit like as a as a family as a whole team and you're starting to think about okay as your wife makes that transition she's going to need some support in ways you're not even sure yet, right? Because she's been receiving so much of her affirmation and her identity from the source that she's about to voluntarily walk away from. That will have implications on you and your family, right? And so 
thinking about if you overload your plate with just personal goals and objectives, you're not going to have any space to actually support her when she gets to that time. And I can hear you saying like, yeah, we know this is coming and we've got to start planning now. And so I think that's an interesting, like, it's not, it's not a common uh, resolution, right? Like, it's not like you're turning away from something and changing a behavior, but you can recognize, hey, this is, this is what 2022 is going to be about like this is this is a big important moment in our family and we're going to put a lot of time and attention and energy towards that so i, th I think that's you're, you're calling out some good tension that that i think people often feel as they go to try to set their kind of like what's what's this next year about what's the one word what's the phrase um and in this one you know maybe it's going to be more about team this year for you guys uh and maybe you have to delay Haiti and and Earth ships. Uh, <laughs> Why are you laughing at my dream, it just, Jeff? <laughs> it, it immediately made me think you were gonna say like colonizing Mars along with Elon Musk or something like that. Like just, <laughs> so, uh, but I, your initiative is much more um, much more exciting than uh, than just going and colonizing Mars. Uh, well, I think that's me. exciting too. But sure, uh, both are both are exciting. <laughs> For different, for different <laughs> reasons. at my dream. But it, where I think the self-awareness piece, there's a kind of a, if I chunk that up, this idea of how do you give yourself some guidelines? You know, when, when I'm reflecting on my year, if you have no guidelines, right? If there's no bumpers in the, the bowling alley to keep you kind of down the center lane, what do you, how do you judge for yourself? What is a good reflection, bad reflection? And there's a couple areas that I think about, and I'm curious on where you go with this with the family, because I think there's the self-awareness piece, knowing your own awareness so that there is some guidelines there, but also we use pretty often family values, you know, as our guidelines. So we have a set family values that Shelly and I have established, man, I, I don't know, seven years ago, something like that, um, somewhere around there. And so we, we use that as, a way to reflect as well. So when I look at that, you know, our family values, <clears throat> exploring, having empathy, effort, and honesty with kind of like an overall vision mission of using our own individual gifts uh, to help other people, mm -hmm. you know? So when I looked at my, my, that future F, you know, I'm looking at that, well, where am I using my gifts to help other people? I, I think my gifts align with this and that's why I'm given that and that fits in there so i i do have some bumpers to go off of what what do you do or what what are you looking at for your own family yeah i think having those bumpers is super helpful and i know we're probably talking to to men right now who are in both kinds of situations some that have like they're like family vision that sounds impossible and others who are maybe in a similar spot where they've been playing with the family vision and trying to activate it in some way shape or form in their family and for us, I can just share, you know, we, we were probably in a similar spot of around seven years ago or so really refining, you know, a statement to say, what are we about? Uh, and what we got down to is that the, the Zecklers show God's love to others through creative and sometimes anonymous ways. And what we talk about weekly with our family. So we've been doing a Sabbath now for about three years where we shut down as much as possible to the world for kind of 24 hours we go inward as a family you know make a nice meal play a board game watch a movie obviously the world does creep in from time to time um and we're not like religious about um the sabbath the sabbath is meant to 
um, be for us. God gave it to us as a gift. So we try to use it in that way. And we end our Sabbath by saying, who are the Zecklers? So I ask everyone in the family, who are the Zecklers? And they throw out things like we're, uh, we're adventurers. Uh, we're love ninjas. We're uh, kind. We leave places better than we found them. Okay. Now, as you look through you know, this next week, where do you see an opportunity to be a Zeckler out in our community? And so we started that same kind of conversation to begin these reflections. We had ended a Sabbath. We asked those questions of the family. And then we said, okay, now we're going to reflect on not just this next week, but the whole year. And so then we started a process where each person took kind of three to five minutes on some key questions. And those questions were first, what are all the things that happened this year that you remember? So just do a, what, what I would call like a brain dump, write them all down. Then highlight three or so that you think were the best parts. Then go back and highlight some that you thought were the hardest and something you felt like you really accomplished this year. And then we took a quick break and we just talked about those as a family. So that first part was kind of all individual. And then we went around and we shared what were the things that stood out from us from the year? What were the highlights? What were the hard parts? What did we accomplish? And it was really neat to see like, oh, I totally had forgotten. Or that that weekend we did that, I would have never thought had that kind of impact on my kids that it did. So there were some really neat reflective moments of just even just what stood out to you from the year. Um, there are sometimes we put so much time and energy and money and resources into something that was, you know, not that memorable for the kids. And other times where it's like, that was $5 and a trip to the Dollar Tree. And it was on all three of their highlight reels, you know, like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, it, so that's a good reflection. But then the part that I thought was the strongest was then when we said, okay, what for this next year, uh, do you think God might be asking you to move towards and, and what's one thing you would need support with from our team? And that phrasing, it was really the first time we had done that annually, talking about like our team of the Zecklers and how, how can we support each other with something you think God's calling you towards. And it was so powerful that each of our girls, uh, they're now ages 11, 13, and 15, so that they're able to really think independently and 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 be critical about you know growth opportunities or areas where they want to uh, improve and they were able to get to some really neat reflections like uh, experiencing more time uh, with boys so that they might learn how to to date appropriately or um, you know that their friend group is starting to change and shift and so trying to make space for finding maybe a new group of friends um, or like identifying a different kind of physical activity. Um, you know, one of our daughters said like, Hey, I'd love to explore maybe gymnastics this year. And I'd need a lot of support with that. And then we shared as well as parents, where are we headed? What do we need support with from our family, from our kids? And when my wife was sharing like, Hey, she's, she's, you know, working part-time, which is, she's always been a stay at home mom. And she's been working part-time the last about year. And those hours are probably going to increase a little bit. Plus there are three different like opportunities that she's taking to help lead small groups. Some of them are with me and there are these other, op she was laying out, there are these things that are going to distract from my ability to take care of the house and that she was going to need support with some, you know, just cleaning up and putting things away and helping to, you know, make meals. And our oldest said like, mom, 
man, you, you really just made me want to help out around here. <laughs> it's like, it's like both, both affirming, both affirming, like, wow, that was really, you set such a great vision. I really want to help and ugh, <laughs> you know, darn it. <laughs> like, and it was, it was a really neat kind of like team experience. And I think that's, that's something that weekly we can keep reflecting on of like, Hey, we said we needed support here. Do you feel like you're getting it? Uh, or, yes or no. And I think that gets to be a continued reflection of like, Hey, this is where you thought we needed to steer the ship. And do you need any help doing that? Um, or, or has it changed? Do you feel like God is saying like, that's no longer the thing and we need to shift directions? Oh, I, I gotta be a little honest, Jeff. Um, I don't want to say I hate you, um, but I'm maybe a little jealous or something about like the fact that you've had those conversations with your family already. Like, I'm like, oh, you sound so perfect. <laughs> family. <laughs> I can, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to tell some more of the stories where we're not so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you know what? Instead of being jealous, I want to celebrate the fact that you're doing that and just be like, that is also something that I would want in my family, too, to have those type of conversations. Um, so it's amazing that you've done that, that piece of it. I think uh, one thing that's interesting is wh where did you even get these processes? Like the things that you're following, where did this come from? Yeah, there's been a wide range of inspiration over the years. Um, you know, and earlier I shared that Kristen and I started with that best moments, goals from the year. Um, actually, was just looking back through my files, and actually, we started in 2000, uh, 2006. So oh. it's been more than more than wow. 15 years ago. And I'm remembering a lot of those questions came from the process I was using at General Mills. When I first started out of college, they would have us do an individual development plan. And they took us through some coaching of how to set up like an, an analysis that we we would write for ourselves as an employee and give to our manager and that would help the manager make things happen for us so it's just a modified version of that that i thought okay how do we interact as husband and wife as more peers and not one of us is the employee and one is the manager which that's a funny story one time Kristen, when she stayed at home and she was no longer getting affirmation from workplace, had asked me to write her performance review. <laughs> and other husbands out there, don't do it. <laughs> never, never, never do that. That is a bad, uh, that is a bad thing to step into. It ended up creating a very awkward dynamic of me like <laughs> assessing her ability to, to do well. Stay. It wasn't good. Um, so sometimes we try things that don't work as well. Um, but so th I think that that started that process. And then I just constantly have my, my ears open for, for other ways of processing. There's, there's a book that we did with a group of men about five years ago called Oikonomics, and it was run through our church as well. Uh, a lot of the principles, and it talked about those five areas of your life that you have access to that you're building up capitals in and we often think of financial capitals and how much money we're building but you're also building your intellectual capital your physical capital your relational capital uh which often we we don't think about that like we worry only about supporting ourselves with our own financial needs but like if my house burned down and our bank account disappeared where would i go i'd go to my friends I'd go to my family, like those relationships I've built can also support me and have extreme value. And then that the other one too is your spiritual 
capital. Your connection with God is a valuable resource and asset to use. So we've we've modified some of our questions before to say, okay, what are our goals within each of those five areas? Or maybe five's too many this year. Which two of those areas are we really focusing on this year? And maybe we're going to use one of the capitals. Like we're going to leverage relationship in order to, you know, somebody I know is in CrossFit. Like would I would I leverage him in order to improve my physical well-being? How am I going to leverage my money this year to grow some of my intellectual desires? Am I going to go to a conference, right, and pay for that? Um, so those are those are things. And we made a decision a few years back to leverage our financial capital to buy an RV, right? And that was in order to gain relational capital with our kids. And so like some of those decisions we've added as I've gotten th that content. And then this year, one guy in our, our men's group who runs a, a dentist office, he ran a, these seven questions I just talked about that we ran with our family. He ran them across his organization, across all the, the people who work uh, for his for his office. And then he brought it into our men's group and said, hey, I think this would be a good good set of questions for us to discuss. So we did as a group of men and I thought, man, this is a great group of questions to ask my kids. So then I did, right? So you, you get exposure, you try things out, you experiment, um, not all of them, you know, succeed. And sometimes you get overwhelmed in the way, in the number of ways you can process something and think through something. And, uh, you know, how do you, how do you write your goals versus how do you, you know, all that stuff can get us stuck. And I think so long as you're, you're attempting something, you're kind of documenting how it goes, you're going to learn from it and you're going to keep improving year on year. Yeah. And I think that's where I'd like to go into our next episodes, talking about the systems, the processes that we're talking about and what even makes a good goal. So as, as you're reflecting and looking at what that reflection means now, what do I do with that? You know, oftentimes people talk about new year's resolutions, but it's, it's done in a negative way because most people feel like they fail at that. And so that's where I think we should go next. As we get into the next piece of this, the, the reflection conversation has been great. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that first step of, you know, looking through some sort of lens of what's happened this past year. Um, and I know for, for me now, I take all my photos only on my iPhone. So I begin with, I just flipped through the 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 phone the phone pictures right and that reminded me of all the different things from the year and i wrote down kind of the main memories uh and then i started thinking of like okay which of these were best memories which of these were hard memories like which of these have some emotional baggage still associated with them that's a real thing um and then starting to think about how can you involve uh, your wife in that conversation how could you involve kids if you've got kids in that conversation, having them process as well. Uh, and ultimately getting to, huh, I wonder, like being able to just even write down on the page, I wonder what God has for me in 2022, right? And and allowing some of that reflection to then be the start towards the things we're gonna talk about next of, um, you know, what what's the, the system to go after those pieces? How do you hold yourself accountable? How do you actually write a goal in a way that's meaningful? Um, that's going to be awesome to get into next chat. Great. Well, thank you so much for that kind of conclusion there and kind of a recap of the process that you use. So I really enjoyed that a lot. So thanks so much, Jeff. I appreciate it. You bet. Looking forward to it next week. Thanks, Chad. And I don't hate your family. <laughs> thank you. Thank right. you. I'm glad you don't hate us. Thanks, everyone. Oh, thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. We'll catch you in the next episode.